0: Da, 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 da.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome, welcome to a very special lasting episode where it is the road to infinity war.
2: Yay. Woohoo! Five stones and counting
1: jesus christ
2: like can you feel the raw energy in this room all i can say is about
0: time i think we should introduce ourselves 10 about. years in the coming 10 years 10 years in the coming yeah. coming in, in, the making. in the making
2: 10 years in the making there we go Thanos was spoiled at the end of which movie again? avengers avengers, avengers which came yeah. out yeah. 2012 2012 five years ago the yeah. halfway mark yeah six years ago six years ago my bad jesus yes. fuck as of this recording Hi, we are your hosts. <laughs> uh, you may recognize us from another podcast, The Last King Podcast. Yep. Okay, but here we are in the road to Avengers: Infinity War, <laughs> the spin-off series that Come nobody on, asked custom, for. <laughs> well, it's
1: the it's the series that every other YouTuber has decided they're gonna do. So fuck it, we're gonna join this big bandwagon. Because but we thought of it first.
0: SEO. Yeah. Yes, we did. We did think about it. First. Okay, we, so we just
1: in. Uh, Publish it first
2: So uh, we have to introduce ourselves In case you're listening to this On a different stream For some reason Yeah
1: I don't know why You would be doing that
2: I am Eccentric Tom This is Mr. Taffy And I am Dr. (laughs) Shafi And that's a running joke Since Dr. Strange Wow (laughs) Which episode was that Huh? I can't remember So anyway Yes uh, we're here From the Last King podcast I'm going to do nothing But pure Avengers
0: Uh I don't know what do you call round up, roll up.
2: Yeah, it's just gonna do a roundup
1: of all, every single fucking Marvel movie.
0: Do we know how many of these are? Twenty. Twenty. 20. Too many. Twenty. And
2: that's the amazing thing because you have to think about it. Like it's like, how could they have done twenty movies in ten years? And like and again, they just released two every year.
1: Yeah, yeah but there, there was I think they
0: skipped a year actually. There was
1: one year where there were none, and then the next year there were three.
2: Yes. So they know how to
0: play like catch there up. There
1: were three. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there are three, event. Sorry. Three, three Marvel movies this year alone we've seen one another one's coming out uh, which is Infinity War and then we've got Ant-Man and Man the Wasp in yeah. July in July for Singapore I don't know when it is in the States
2: so is this peak bubble is this like are we at the cusp of this all just falling apart into itself
1: it really depends on how good Infinity War is because if it's just mediocre this is all gonna come crashing down
2: but it, you can't expect mediocre anymore okay but the thing is you expect like a big fight mediocre
1: by Marvel standards because I keep saying this but we have to use a different measurement for all Marvel movies because even them the worst ones are the very least all right passable at the very least maybe the scripts might be a bit weak or the villain might be uninspiring but you know the the visuals are great the score is normally pretty all right the leads are charismatic like, you can believe even even like what people consider the worst one which is either Iron Man 2 or Thor 2 you don't have an issue with the lead themselves
2: mm. yeah it's usually about what is wrapped around the story yeah
1: it's so, like Iron Man 2 like you know actually Tony Stark in Iron Man 2 is a very interesting Capellan um, character
2: and it was closer to the comics because we're talking about a character who was for the longest time just dealing with alcoholism and I mean and you know, the Mallet as
0: well too Hey, Definitely. I didn't mind
2: the yeah. Iron Man, the Tony Stark mullet. Yo, <laughs> the porn stash, has, he kept that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. if anything, uh, I'm more kind of like uninterested with the PTSD angle because they had made it topical in yeah. Iron Man 3. Because Iron Man, I never thought is was the kind of guy who would suffer from PTSD.
0: I think this may have a lot to do with the... They actually do some re with the story in the comics. The well. The, the technique. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, I guess also because when you're selling a Disney property... Alcoholism is not really, you know, a good hot sell.
2: And then you remember Uncle Waldo from Aristocats. Everybody's favorite Drunk goose Yeah but, that's <laughs> <laughs> but Remember
1: that was The 60s That was a different time Alcoholism was
2: just And they were in Paris So everybody's drunk Exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> Like they're Europeans <laughs> Just like you Exactly <laughs> You're drunk right now Aren't Absolutely. <laughs> you Absolutely Drunk on
2: tea <laughs> No, I had a full bottle of wine Before I left the house sir. There uh, you go <laughs> Like a proper gentleman And another thing <laughs> Pinkies out and everything I had it from a teacup <laughs> So The start of this uh, Road of infinity war <laughs> Is as every other podcast Extremely direct and bumpy <laughs> speaking of the real and bumpy we need to talk about uh, Robert Downey Jr oh yes <laughs> so yeah. this is the kickoff this is the start to everything that it, I mean all this can be basically retraced back to one moment which is the launch of I mean I don't think they had this in mind but they were just hinting at it
1: I think that they had dire hopes but you could definitely tell that this was a very rocky experiment because so we're gonna yeah we you know what we're talking about We're talking about The very first Marvel movie Iron
2: Man No The very first The movie. first
0: one in the MCU In the MCU Star universe, universe. Yeah, MCU Because universe. you have to understand
2: like, There was an Incredible Hulk movie Before that There was a Blade movie Way before that Back in the 60s Was that
1: Marvel Studios?
2: <laughs> no Marvel Studios Didn't exist yet Marvel oh, films Didn't exist
1: I mean, yet So I meant The first Marvel Studios movie Was Wasn't Iron Man Then what was it?
2: I think Iron Man was released by somebody else. I mean, John Favreau just took the rights and made it. I, I could be wrong. Maybe now it belongs to Marvel Studios, so they just slapped the branding everywhere. I
1: think no. I think Marvel Studios wa- was like just formed for that, but it was like a tiny studio because Paramount were the distributors for the first time. Because
2: I mean, you all have to understand this, right? Like, I mean, if you want to add some history to this, just before that, like Marvel was on the brink of bankruptcy a few times. Like Stanley was desperate to try and sell. Well, in the 90s, like, they
1: were bankrupt. That's why they sold everything that was worth money. Spider-Man went off to Sony, X-Men and Fantastic Four went off to Fox. They sold Hulk halfway to Universal for some reason. I
2: mean, like, there was a Ghost
0: Rider movie with a sequel
2: starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Who was, that, was that
0: Fox, was it? I don't quite remember. I don't
2: remember and I don't care. That movie was garbage. <laughs> Both movies were garbage. Yeah. You saw the second one also. <laughs> Didn't the first one not convince you not to no, But I, it's
0: Nick Cage. You kind of want to see him the be-, be a hot mess. I watched the first the minutes of the second yeah.
1: one where Idris Elba was playing a Frenchman.
0: I don't remember. Oh, yeah, he oh, was. Oh,
1: wait. Yeah. It.
2: Holy shit. <laughs> Hemdale? <laughs> yeah. What are you Hemdale doing was here? French.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like that was his uh, previous life before he ascended to become an Asgardian. Oh,
2: yeah. Yes, you know, I am not Hemdale. I am Hemdal. Wee wee, you cannot get through the gate. <laughs> I am an asshole Frenchman. <laughs> Jean
1: Pierre Hemdale. <laughs> Jean Pierre <laughs> Elba.
2: We are canceling your boarding pass.
1: <laughs> no more hey, for you. <laughs> reference <laughs> to a Pacific Rim uprising review. Okay, uh, uh,
2: uh, Pacific Rim beep. I can see the full thing now. <laughs> oh yeah, iTunes. Uh, Sensors. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) But please listen to Pacific r star 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 b (laughs) It's
1: only three stars.
2: I love how we're referencing another podcast again. Okay, so uh, we're going to talk about Iron Man 1, then we're going to talk about Iron Man 2 and And Iron Man Man 3. 3, uh, All of which came out in a very interesting span of time. I think maybe, let's just go back to uh, the very first movie which kicked everything off. Yeah, And just... Okay, I think the one thing we need to address immediately is just how quaint it looks now <laughs>
0: compared yeah, to everything that's occurred.
1: I was saying before we were recording that I didn't remember it looking this faded and muted. Mm, it was
0: Not as colorful th- as it was they were shot on compared to the film, other films, sir.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't remember like what the industry news was around 2008, but it was definitely at peak moody. Uh, film um, period it's a movie of its time yeah definitely.
2: when you looked at it it's like this was definitely made in that mid 2000s in a time
1: (laughs) when you know everyone was following the zack snyder rule of has it got color desaturate that fucker add more green fake green more contrast (laughs) yeah at the very least he was like you know staring into a bottle whilst i don't know screwing someone in a
2: jet let me just also mention one thing that aged this movie immediately in the opening scene
1: was it ACDC?
2: Worse, not ACDC is timeless. Fuck you. Sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying that moment when like uh he's in the Humvee and then he, the soldiers like, can I take a picture of you? Don't let me see this on your MySpace page. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that line? Oh. Yes. When I when I heard that, I like thing is we rewatched all these movies for all you. Yeah, last MySpace. Games. Yeah. Remember that? Remember, Remember MySpace? <laughs> you know the the non-threatening social media I network.
1: Never had a MySpace. <laughs> How young are you again? 20... No, I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, There you <laughs> go.
2: But the thing is... Uh, wait, you are Facebook generation.
1: Yes. No, my first ever uh, social media was this thing called Bebo.
2: The fuck is a Bebo?
1: I don't I've, know. I've never heard of this. <laughs> it was like uh, MySpace Lite. Okay. Uh, Could
2: you share music and have GIFs and stickers? Yeah. <laughs> I.
1: That's how I got into System of a Down.
2: That makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like, I really got into them and then... Uh, about five year, five months later it's like Oh I really want to go watch them Oh we've broken up Like oh for fuck's sake Oh
2: that immediately yeah. dates When that happens So Yuck. okay there you go So like yeah As quaint as the first Iron Man I mean How quaint is this That really weird phone he has It was an LG <laughs> Yeah Jeez <laughs> And the way it flips And it's like Oh look a Verizon logo <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It's like look at all these sponsors Coming up for no reason whatsoever
1: And it. El- uh, Terence Howard's uh, phone looks like a uh, slightly uh, changed uh, LG Chocolate. Like in my head, I was like, "Is that a Nokia? Is that a BlackBerry? What it's a like Nokia! They were around." <laughs> Remember when people had different kinds of phones? <laughs> Wait, it was Just all looking
0: bezel and yeah, rectangular yeah, where, and shit. Like
1: right now, like you can choose five different phone companies and just like put them like at a like from ten meters away, they look exactly the fucking same.
0: Mm-hmm. There you go.
1: Like what you said, like, does it have a button? No, then it's an iPhone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a difference ten years can make.
2: Exactly. I mean, like oh. speaking of Quaint Terrence Howard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he was in a Marvel movie? Remember when he was supposed to be uh, Roddy Rhodes, Mister. Yep. War Machine. War Mr. Machine,
0: War Machine himself. himself.
1: Yeah. I forgot how many like just hints they had. Like now we're so used to seeing, uh, you know, War Machine, but you know when he sees, you know, the Mark II just hanging up, going, "Next time, baby," it's like, "Oh yeah, that was a hint." Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: So by the way, spoilers because these movies exist. Yeah. Sorry oh, for a spoiling ago.
1: a movie that came out 2008. That's
2: if- available everywhere, and you should have watched by now if you're gonna like follow a podcast that's about the Road to Infinity. War. Exactly.
1: Like if you if you saw Road to Infinity One, ooh, I want to hear this, but haven't watched a single Marvel movie, don't spoil it. Like, what oh. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like go home and think uh, you're probably home already just like turn this podcast t- t- turn it on Netflix
0: you, like, there's a bunch of Marvel movies somebody, out on Netflix right now somebody's pushing up
2: their glasses you know whatever you do don't explain <laughs> <laughs> Thanos. for sure so like um, plot wise well uh, it's a
1: very simple plot
2: simple ooh hey it's so effective they used it again and, and again, again, and, and, again. again <laughs> and again and again and yeah. again so I mean like I've been mentioning a lot that I'm suffering with nothing but Marvel burnout and it's the fact that you know It all started from I. Not only did it start from here, it's like. It's a hero's
1: (laughs) journey times 20.
2: I mean, basically, like some corporation threw their dice on John Favreau, who is actually an exceptional filmmaker.
1: Yeah, but he was like a known name back in 2008.
2: No, he was coming up. He did. He was coming up. He was in (laughs) Swingers, he was in a few things. I mean, he was a known director. Yeah, but he's had quite a few flops leading up to that. Everybody does. But I mean, like, he did an amazing job with the, the Rocky Marciano movie. I liked him in Rudy. Uh, I mean like He was definitely An up and comer Yeah but still A risky choice Risky choice true But the thing is I I don't know if it's him Or the fact that His best friend is Vince Vaughn And who was a big shit deal then Mm -hmm. Because the Vince Vaughn Owen Wilson Oh yeah the combo That road 2000 Yeah, That power couple That nobody could escape from Like yeah, We all saw Wedding Crashers Why? Not for the story Because hey Vince Vaughn
0: You know He's such an average He's doing his thing He's such an average guy I can relate to him so much He should be in a Marvel movie he used to play such a serious, serious bunch of characters before the comedy thing. I
2: can only remember him in The Cell with like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, that was a long time ago. With Vincent D'Onofrio as the bad guy. That's the kingpin right there. <laughs> Wow. And then like he was also, I mean, he, people don't forget, Vince Vaughn was in the short-for-short remake of Psycho, directed there by you go. Gus Van Sant. And he yeah.
1: tried his very level best.
2: Yeah, nobody can top... Uh, I was about to say Anthony Perkins. Who's the uh, the actual guy who played Norman Bates? Ah.
1: I don't know.
2: It's Anthony Perkins, ah. right? Maybe. Yeah, I think it's Anthony Perkins guy who's <laughs> yeah. long dead now, surely Yeah, well God bless. God bless. How many God bless. Perkins are there, you know? A Speaking lot. of Perky So, <laughs> Iron Man 1 Okay, I also want to address the fact that How topical is this movie? Oh, he's in Afghanistan Why?
1: Yeah it's like, <laughs> you You look at that And, you know, the whole plot point about, you know Selling weapons to, um, you know Various insurgent people it's like Ooh, yeah, we really haven't evolved at all in 10 years. <laughs> and
2: then here's another thing is like how topical is that because then I mean there's always this thing where if it wasn't for 9/11 there would be no Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Because then Iron Man would have no reason to exist.
1: So, what you're saying is that we should canonize Osama bin Laden. Yeah,
2: he is definitely No, he he was definitely parodied and kind of iconographied in Iron Man 3. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He does pop up like, you know, as Part of we the, just can't the Ten Rings. Yeah. I mean, and that's the funny thing because that's the first introduction of the Ten Rings as an idea. Yeah. Because when the like the I don't know, I don't know the insurgents or the, these freedom fighters, they kidnap like Tony Stark. They oh, they we call want your rings. weapons. Yeah, They're called yeah. the Ten Rings. And in my head, it's already like it triggered the. Oh, is this a Mandarin reference? But it doesn't make sense. Mandarin is like you know, Fin Fang Foom all the way in Asia. He's just some. He's more of a mystical right? character. Yeah. Than well, technically,
1: Afghanistan is Asia, so. So, I
2: thought it was more Europe or Africa.
1: Afghanistan is right next to Turkey, uh, yeah yeah, it's kinda Asia. No, it's like the Pakistan.
2: My bad. Yeah, you're right, huh?
1: It's below what we call Central Asia.
2: Because the thing is I always have this Yeah, but then Russia's also in Asia. There you go. Yeah,
1: well I mean that's why it's called Eurasia. Well I mean geography is yeah,
2: Eurasia. Like, yeah. But it's like it's it's strange to me there's like when I see something like Iron Man One and it's like Nowadays, when you see a Marvel movie, there is no hint of what's going on in the real world yeah. at all.
1: This was very grounded for some reason.
2: Because the thing is, I mean, I was pretty sure at that time, especially... I mean, this came out 2002, right? 2003. Which? Iron Man 1. Iron Man 1. 2008. My 2008. bad, sorry. What, what am I talking about? <laughs> You're thinking X-Men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> taking X-Men. I'm so sorry. Because the thing, is, like, the thing is, for that entire decade... I mean, we can just say, safely say, right? The... the, 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 the the events of September 11 affected that entire decade. It's yeah. apparent in all the films it's and all the storytelling. It's still a
1: very raw wound
2: for many people. For many Americans. For the rest yeah. of us, we've moved on. They can't stop thinking about it. But yeah. For like, but I'll say this: like, I don't want to say that you know, oh, Marvel was like, you no. Know, Kind of piggybacking Of a tragedy I'm not saying that at all I don't know They're not They're not They're not But it's like You have to admit that It's piggybacking Of something else Because It is
1: definitely Riding on a particular Fear And cultural situation That America found itself in
2: Because like If that didn't happen Who would have been The bad guys
1: Exactly And also it's also important to remember that 2008, that's when Obama just got into office.
2: Which is like, yeah, the year of hope, huh?
1: Yeah. Because yeah, but we thought things are going to change. America is not going to become a shit stain.
2: Ooh, remember those days? <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, they're coming back, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's 2018. Who's in charge now? Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's also another thing I want to also mention out Because the, I think it's also, if it's piggybacking off anything, it's the fact that it's, on the, it's part of the hope movement. Yeah. Because the thing is, We see a character. I mean, that's the most interesting about Iron Man one, is that that's a character arc that I can really agree with and I can really find... Yeah, where
1: I... When you realise he's been doing the same arc over and over again, like, just being guilty about the stuff he builds, Mm. like, you wonder if eventually he's just going to say, okay, I'm going to stop building shit because obviously I can't get it right. First it's WMD, then it's Iron Man suits, then it's fucking Ultron. (laughs) It's like... Start, just put a bullet in your head. You're obviously just not helping. <laughs> or, or
2: just, you know, have another swig of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. that's how you're supposed to actually self-destruct, in the co- according to comic lore. Yeah, but I will say this: like the first Iron Man. Okay, um, yeah. So we need also mention the Marvel formula, mm-hmm. which is gonna be mentioned over and over again. Yep. Where so this
0: podcast Sound repetitive It's not us Don't it's blame us That's
2: how mar- Marvel movies work You know because You have your main protagonist yep. Usually very successful Sometimes wealthy But usually You know In a very successful good place
1: Successful in some manner And they're usually Very intelligent
2: mm-hmm. Pretty Snappy Very snappy With wisecracks
1: Yeah they've, they've got A good sense of humour
2: witty yeah Yeah. the only
1: one who didn't have that was Thor and that changed
2: he got it in part 3 all of a sudden all of a sudden he had one liners yeah Yeah.
1: that's for our Thor episode I guess Um, we'll save that for later but I mean it works with Iron Man because that's who Tony Stark is that's who
2: Robert Downey Jr. is that's too also Tony Stark is not snarky at all
1: Meh I well, mean comic
2: lore wise He's actually a very Depressing character
1: I guess they changed them Once they realised
2: Oh my god this.
0: I think the Redcon did that yeah. So, yeah.
2: yeah Because the thing is like, I can imagine like, <coughs> You Sorry. could get Robert Downey Jr. To try and Act Or you can just get Robert Downey Jr. To be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah.
1: It's important uh, Also to remember That in 2008 Robert Downey Jr. Was not this big Superstar actor That he is today He was I think he was No, no, no You think? No he's Three years out from being released from jail, he's had one Shane Black movie.
2: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, and also that made no money. So he was, he was toxic. No one wanted to work with him.
2: Mm, yeah, you're right.
1: Like so, you know, I Iron- am the original Iron Man was a super big risk when you think about it. Like it was definitely not a surefire hit because that uh, the last superhero movie before this one, X Men Three.
2: Which is a shit show. Yeah,
1: and then X Men Origins. Even worse.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was worse. That That's was worse. Terrible. They had the closed mouth Deadpool. That was the one. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, and then leading up to that. Yeah. So,
1: I. This was definitely something where it could have gone either way, and it's just a testament to just how charismatic a sober R D J is. Yeah. 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 And you have to wonder how hard it was for him to pretend to be just you know, this party-loving, drinking dude. Remembering that he has to never drink again because he has a substance abuse problem.
3: Mm.
1: Or, maybe, or maybe he's good at acting it because he remembers what he was like when he was, yeah. you know, a piece of shit 20-something. But it all worked out because
0: that, that, that was the one big thing to remember from Iron Man itself. Tony Stark Absolutely Robert Downey Tony Stark. Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. I would say forth. that Yeah Because the thing is That
2: retcon of Like converting Tony Stark Who is this, like the super depressive guy Like I mean he was basically uh, A parable of something like Howard Hughes The aviator Yeah pretty mm. much You know what I mean Like he was just Obsessive compulsive And he was like A man tr- struggling with the demons And living under the shadow Of his father It's just
1: instead of making The spruce goose he built, Yeah a which, which is like every
2: man yeah. In general yeah. But then you have Robert Downey Jr. Who is like probably like that in real life but manages to hide it in a way that we find believable
1: yeah well I think now uh, I hope that 200 million plus dollars has made him a happy man
2: he lives in a windmill (laughs) do you know that no his house is a windmill I mean one of his houses sure whatever I mean He's got. Talk about way too much scratch to spend, huh? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> like, I think he now earns more money than the original, the, actual- <laughs> the original budget for Iron Man. I think he
2: owns, <laughs> he has more money than what Tony Stark is supposed to have. I think half the budget yeah. for an Iron Man film is his salary. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? He could build an Iron Man suit that works <laughs> <laughs> with, the, yeah. with what he has accumulated thus far. Yeah. But I mean like I mean he did the perfect thing I mean he did what Jack Nicholson did For the Batman movies Yeah I mean like If you all remember When the first 1989 Batman came out Jack Nicholson was like I don't care I just want A cut of the merchandising yeah. Which is the smartest thing Anybody mm-hmm. ever did Because well, also he, probably, he can just He doesn't have to work Ever again after that
1: Yeah And like To be honest Jack Nicholson Hasn't worked uh, Really since then I mean he did
2: A few good ones I mean I like I like Whack the Dog I like it as good as it gets Oh, it's because against his fun because
1: just watching him be just the biggest piece of shit. but it's okay because I kind of liked OCD. him in anger management too, when <laughs> yeah, he actually yeah. was
2: way more annoying than Adam Sandler <laughs> yeah. well yeah that it's great amazing. to
1: see Adam Sandler be the least annoying <laughs> character in the movie it takes
2: a Jack Nicholson yeah. to make yeah. Adam Sandler the least annoying but the <laughs> yeah. difference
1: is that you know, Nicholson is a good actor so he's able to say oh I'm annoying but it's a believable annoying as opposed to Adam, Adam Sandler like, is hey, just annoying
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then like every Fuck once Adam in a while Adam Sandler yeah. does a try and half then, the time yeah. and then Martin Scorsese be like hey wanna be in The Departed oh god yeah there you go you know like Look at him, okay, mm-hmm. so, but I mean shh. Ah, So I think that's like what I'm trying to lead at is like Okay, this also sparked something that's f- Fucking annoying to me Yeah Which is the toy craze and the Iron Man figures Yeah And this whole new subset of subhumans Who are now taking over conventions Especially here in Singapore <sighs> The goddamn toy flippers who's just ruining it for everybody
1: Yeah, or <laughs> oh. I When we last went to uh, the comic convention here where half of the booths were just people selling tiny little figures or oh, most of the was given up to various Marvel statues which look pretty but they're
2: like what $500 plus and then like it's even sadder it's like you have some top tier comic book writers and artists in their booths waiting to sign shit and then it's and the merchandise that takes center stage and nobody's yeah. paying attention to these people and it's like I'm like I'm feeling embarrassed for my country it's like yeah. hey let's pay respects to the people who tell the stories yeah. rather than the pieces of plastic that was that Tom you're gonna put. Taylor Tom there Taylor there I talked to Tom yeah, Taylor my mind is blown yeah. the guy who created X-23 like, serious. That's the guy. It's like, and he's the nicest man in
0: the world. And he did the really good versions of Vision, and I think oh, there's he, a bunch of other stuff he did. Yeah, yeah. And he
2: was rocking an old school '89 Batman shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Much wow. respect for that man. And it's like, holy shit! It's like I was trying my best. Oh, to he go- also
0: did the Injustice uh, run. Yeah, that was good stuff. That was he's actually one of the better alternate universes. Had I known, stories. was he
2: there this year? No, he didn't. He, he was there for the year before. Okay, that's why And the thing is, right? <laughs> He was so nice He followed me to get a hot dog And we just (laughs) talked comics That's nice Because it's obvious It's like He hadn't met a fan All this while It was just guys going there To get you know Because
1: I think that Actual comic book fans In Singapore Are very few few and far far between between, Especially I think my age They're almost non-existent Because I would say this right
2: one other discussion I want to have but probably not on this episode because yeah. we need to keep it to Iron Man Yeah, is how the Marvel Cinematic Universe killed the, mobi- the Marvel comic book industry in a sense because That's, yeah. one of the problems I have now why I don't collect Marvel books anymore yeah. god damn how many times do we need to rethink continuity how many times do we need to reset everything it's like okay Thor is a girl now okay Iron Man is a black Girl now. Well, oh.
1: technically, that she's not Iron Man; she's her own thing.
0: Yeah, but Iron it, Man is actually <gasps> Doctor Doom. But anyway, that again, this yeah, is a you story know what what that what? time. It was it was super Another ridiculous
2: <laughs> at one point of time. I mean, like to me, it was peak ridiculous when Spider Man was actually Peter Parker with the mind of Doctor Octopus at one point.
1: Well, Spider Man was actually a good
0: storyline. It was a good story, but not, then yeah. it's like
1: Spider Man's always been fucking lunatic
0: Lunity, lunacy.
1: <laughs> no, I'm thinking of uh, Moon Knight. That's why I'm thinking. Okay, of different guy, different guy. I he's <laughs> <Moon Knight's laughs> pretty good. I, yeah. I love that uh, that Moon Knight's powers is just that he's mental. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, have you heard this comic book from the nineties called Madman? Guess what his powers are. <laughs> uh, hmm. I wonder. <laughs> he's very angry. <laughs> but anyway, so Iron Man one also introduced. Uh, Probably the first cliche Of every Marvel cinematic You mean the villain
1: That's just another version Of the
2: main character So this is where We throw it to Dr. Toffee Mr. Toffee I want to give you a PhD Dr. uh, Toffee Dr. (laughs) Toffee No no he's still a PhD student He hasn't earned the right yet Okay he's not gotten His papers yet But um, (laughs) please explain Obadiah Strain And Ironmonger
0: I really (laughs) can't say (laughs) Because I mean he's just No I really can't Because he's really A forgettable villain Back in the In the old Iron Man days yeah. I think Justin mm-hmm. Hammer was actually more memorable, which is ironic considering he get lesser screen time in. They gave whatever. it the whiplash. Oh god, yeah, yeah. you know, like because like Mickey Rock R- 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 was like hot yeah. for a second because the wrestler had. Oh
2: yeah,
1: yeah. There was like a brief period in like 2009 to 2010 mm-hmm. where it was like Mickey Rock's a hot shit. It's like mm-hmm. he's a good actor, but yeah. he's you know. Like,
0: Probably what? the trailer from the wrestler a few years yeah. back. It's literally the trailer from the wrestler because like, he's not done anything since.
1: Now the main thing I like about Mickey Rock was that he had to present a BAFTA. Mm-hmm. And he very clearly, uh, his eyesight's going, but he's too proud to wear glasses. So he was kind like of squinting at a teleprompter while he was like, this award is for people who like <laughs> to... I don't
0: remember. Oh, I think I remember that. Maybe I might have seen a clip of that. Actually, I'm it more, was so funny. I'm more... Fam-
2: I remember more the time when he was on the Graham Norton show, obviously drunk and just pawing at Jessica Beale.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why I love the Graham Norton show, <laughs> because everyone's just fucked. <laughs>
2: like why do you serve alcohol to the guests because you get
1: moments well yes, well, yes because you know like they're, other than just you know plugging shit they actually get on and you know talk about funny stuff
2: mhm I right. mean
1: that's <laughs> also why I think Graham Norton's a good interviewer because he lowers their guard and actually talk about honest shit
2: I agree yeah and I think Graham Norton would be a perfect uh, watcher <laughs> oh. oh, yeah! Because he knows everything, and he has that magic stick that you can just fling people off a chair. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's a
1: pity that they used uh, Toby Jones as uh, yeah. Zola because well, he would have well, been. Imagine
2: Graham cool. Norton in Yeah, <laughs> hello, <laughs> Captain America.
0: <laughs> right. So yeah, speaking of villains, yeah, Over the Stain is like you know he's that. Father You know Family friend of You know Tony Stark Somebody close Who eventually Turns out to be Against the main Yeah, He was actually Behind the whole Mastermind of plot And everything
1: I mean How Of course it was Going to be that Because you know You're going to get Someone like Jeff Bridges To play like a You know Supporting actor And let's
2: mention Something else Hey This is probably The last time I remember Jeff Bridges Using his real voice Yeah, Yeah where he's not where he's not like Some cowboy From a Coen Brothers movie Yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like ever since like was it? Ever since True Grit It's like Why does he talk like that In interviews now Oh that's his voice now I mean like People have mentioned to me is like Oh he's got like Mouth cancer or something So it's like After surgery or something he, it's, He's it's he got this Maybe. speech impediment But it's like Every once in a while When you lower his guard The dude comes out Like hey man I think that That's Jeff Bridges Yeah <laughs> But
1: I think he did a good job as Stain. I, I mean, here, it's I'm a cliched
0: m- villain, but it's still fun to watch Jess Bridger. Yeah, I was
1: like, I also, I love the fact that he was just walking around a big cigar in his mouth. just like, yeah. like, you know, just this huge, tall guy with a big beard, bald head, cigar
2: in his and mouth. Like, I mean, I also like the fact that he was not going to let RDJ chew all the scenery. Yeah, no. yeah, he's <laughs> got to chew that cigar. <laughs> cigar it's like scenery. watching two dogs
1: fight over a bone when they're <laughs> on the
0: same screen. And we all win because it's all. Stuff, nice no, no, stuff to watch <laughs> I
1: generally generally enjoy watching Jeff Bridges yeah. do whatever
2: mm-hmm. yeah. because he's even a, R.I.P.D. <laughs> yeah ma, well, I haven't seen R.I.P.D. don't, don't. okay
0: okay yeah
2: <laughs> I mean okay here's another thing I also want to really mention because the thing is uh, uh, everybody always brings up the fact that whenever you watch a Marvel movie there'll be something that pops up and then you always wonder to yourself why don't we do that ever again yeah so in this one if you all remember like uh, Ironmonger Jeff Bridges weapon of choice he had this little Device oh, yeah. that could paralyze people, and it's like, okay, that technology exists. Why don't you just use that? It's stock technologies, even. let Yeah, he probably has the patent or the blueprint somewhere. Why don't you just weaponize that and stop all the? Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Mean, you know what like I mean, fighting
1: against whiplash, who could like literally electrocute you in your suit,
2: or like all the people that you're selling weapons to. Why don't you just paralyze them? Yeah. take all the weapons back. So it's yeah. a very non-violent kind of conflict. I mean. Okay, that's just nitpicking But you know what Be prepared for a lot of nitpicking Especially on this show I mean, we
1: have to Because to be honest The first Iron Man Is a genuinely Really good movie Yeah, it holds up I will say that It was fun It It was fun to watch Yeah, I watched it again Last night with my wife And we were both Really just enjoying ourselves Oh, so it's still
2: fresh
0: with you
1: Yeah It's Mm. like you know, we watched it together. i doing this based off memory. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, the action is pretty tight. There's not a lot of wasted scenes. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. And then Tony's... I mean, sorry. Tony Stark and Obadiah stained all these scenes. They all work out really well. And I like... Even with Pepper Potts and, and even Happy.
3: Yeah,
1: I mean...
2: Happy. <laughs> His name's
0: happy. happy Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. And I but,
2: mean, like, that was the dumbest side character name until Foggy, <laughs> Yeah. But <laughs> Comics, everybody.
1: <laughs> hey, this was, like, the movie where we get the least amount of Happy on screen. Yeah.
0: Uh, he's get too busy directing These pictures Exactly yeah. Well he
1: was directing Iron Man 2 as well uh, Yeah He close. had
0: slightly more Screen time in there But the, yeah. the third one He got more Like uh,
1: while well, we watch uh, Black Widow do shit And
2: he's just running around Just like being this fat Out of uh, shape man <laughs> But here's the thing About John Favreau He lucked into The Iron Man franchise Because he rolled hard On the dice And he scored big And like He is now canon Yes As a character I don't remember Happy at all
0: um, Does in the exist? older yes, yes, in the older comics, yes, really? he was actually Pepper Pepperpot's husband at the time. So he he wrote
2: himself in in a way, and it, like the thing is, he's executive producer on every single Marvel movie. Yeah, like it's just cha ching, cha ching, cha ching I mean, so every time. That's how you can afford to do stuff like Chef. And that's when I really enjoy his like you know oh I, I remember when he was a filmmaker and he would yeah. make movies that were like you know for fans of film. where it was just like yeah.
1: love letters a very particular genre like mm-hmm. Chef was just food. And oh my god, let's not talk about other movies because I was... I
2: was just about to spin off to Elf. I'm sorry. <laughs> Elf's a I, don't, I don't think we should. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I saw still... that finally very recently. I had no idea how charming that it was. Is, yeah. It is a really charming film. sit song. on a throne of lies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh that god. seems in my head. Will
2: Ferrell should be in a Marvel movie as yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Oh, quote should... Peter Dinklage as a grumpy uh, uh. Uh, children's author.
2: Yeah. To me still Gonna be the best Mordoc If they can ever Figure that out I don't know He's gonna appear In the in the Infinity War movie He's Is he? Yes He's in the credits Oh I don't know Like People are talking about How he's appearing On the IMDB role mm-hmm. He might be one of uh, Like the What's
1: the name of that Cabal mm-hmm. that follows Thanos?
0: Cabal that follows Thanos like, <laughs> okay. like
1: the various like uh, lieutenants that he has.
0: The ebony something I forgot what they're called. Yeah, the, the ebony. ebony guard? Something. Yeah,
2: ebony guard, thank you. Yeah, actually let's let's just say what it is. Okay, his head is the fifth stone. <laughs> <laughs> Soul Stone. <laughs> it's like Peter Dinklage shit. Well, you I, have to fit inside that console.
1: That's
0: so much soul inside.
1: <laughs> At least it's not a black dude, cause then they'd be like, "Ooh, I'm not sure of this." That's uh, a Soul Stone. That
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like a black dynamite kind of story yeah, right yeah. there. This is me, Black Panther, with the Soul Stone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just turns out that just James Brown was the one who's carrying it inside (laughs) him this whole time.
2: Fucking Thanos doing splits, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the hardest working god in the universe. (laughs) And then I (laughs) I feel good. good. He's he's, he's gonna smash Iron Man. (laughs) You're the Iron Man, War Machine. Well, I'm the Sex Machine. (laughs) 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 Hey! You can't stop the Thanos. Get back. Move it. Get back. Move it. (laughs)
0: Thank Sounds you. like a better plot
2: than I meant to. Oh my make God. Imagine plot. Thanos just like James Browning his way. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that would be amazing. Yeah, and, and it's stupid. And <laughs> it'd be great
1: because Charlie Boseman played James Brown in the biopic. There you go. Here's the funny thing so about have James Brown. Yes. <laughs> well,
2: that's how you beat Thanos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> who can do the most splits? <laughs> <laughs> who can who can sweat the most? You know, like ah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're meandering again. <laughs> Okay, so like (laughs) Let's wrap off We're still talking about Iron Man 1 Yeah Yeah. Okay, okay Our consensus Great
0: movie Fantastic
2: I mean, the one thing I just really need to bring up Okay This is to me The first and only time Where the direct translation To the the costume From the comics Fucking worked Yeah Mm -hmm. Like, the thing is, when you see like, something like, even like Black Panther or like even to an extent maybe the Batmans or even Deadpool, it's like, you know it's a guy in a suit. Yeah. But there's something about this Iron Man costume, as as much as I like, you know, don't appreciate it, it's mostly CGI for the flying scenes, mm-hmm. but when he does interact with the other actors and you just see him in the suit, it's like, this works. This yeah. looks yeah, yeah, it's
1: strangely like, I mean, good. the CGI doesn't hold up super hot. I mean, you can definitely tell it's CGI. Uh, rewatching it but, but
0: that's more rarely uh, current but courses. I think
1: even at the time it's you know fairly advanced technology, and it, it looks is. very believable especially when he's doing the um, the pre-flight test before he tries out the Mark III oh yeah in the garage yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like psh, 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 like a, all the parts are just like moving about it looks like an actual machine with moving parts it's mm, like yeah yeah this looks awesome
2: yeah and especially once he like figures out the colour scheme oh yeah, yeah. and it's like Holy shit! It's like because the thing is, we have like very rarely for especially for me, like like the first time I saw somebody wearing a costume from a comic book that worked was Superman, and yeah. it and it stuck because the that is, was a '79 film. I mean, and the thing holy is, shit. props to fucking Christopher Reeve, no rubber under that, no padding. That's his body. What? That's what yeah. he, he he put on muscle to look like goddamn Superman. Yeah. Jesus. Which is why when you look at him, it's like if you compare it to Henry Cavill, he's got way too much definition and bumps and all that. He looks like bloated and puffy. You look yeah. at fucking Christopher Reeve, he's like, that's a guy who can punch you till it hurts. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cavill looks
1: better now mm-hmm. because he, I think he suddenly decided he's in love with the Marines.
2: Eh. And then all of a sudden, we had Batman, which had probably, it looked cool, but it's not but the most you know, practical. Yeah, and also so when
1: you realise that he can't turn his neck, so yeah. he has yeah. to like walk around. That the shoulder scenario.
2: thing, yeah. <laughs> the strange yeah. kind of like hip rotation he has yeah. to do every it's single like, time. When he's
1: looking around, he's just like, <laughs>
2: <body moving. laughs> because that's how The action figures move Sir yep. Yeah, And then I mean you've had a few I mean like the Then th- there was Blade Blade is just a guy In a trench coat Yeah And then the X-Men The X-Men very they famously They changed the black Everybody was wearing Black sexy then Like leather They liked the leather And they even referenced it was Like a leather you know, or would you
1: prefer A yellow spandex or like, yes, uh, yes I would have
2: liked The yellow spandex Just rock it And then Okay I mean The true kickoff To the Marvel Cinematic Universe I mean everybody says It's Iron Man to me I still say it's Sam Raimi Spider-Man um, because it was yeah. Blade Blade proved that comic book movies could breach the million dollar mark yep. Spider-Man was like holy shit Marvel has all these characters and we can just franchise the fuck out of every one of them true yeah. unfortunately
1: in a, in a that's family friendly, a, friendly kind of way too. yeah that's yeah. a sony production so true that i mean i mean but i think i was
2: saying this right because it's setting the groundwork for you can have good comic book movies exactly especially spider-man 2 spider-man 2 fucking holds up yeah. to me but okay yeah. I mean, another conversation for another time actually we had this conversation yeah. check out our spider man episode way back in season two but i will say this like um like when you saw spider-man and i think they figured it out it's like don't make a guy in the suit for the action, put him in CGI. Yeah, like when he's interacting with like, uh what's her name again? Uh, Mary Jane. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like Jane. okay, guy in a suit, take off the he- take off the mask, and he's just actor. Then you're like, oh, it doesn't look so goofy anymore. And then like when you see Iron Man, it's like, yeah, it's there's something about. You have to embrace the uncanny valley, yeah. In a way, where like it's you like you just
1: accept that it's not going to look exactly perfect. It's going to be a bit too much shine. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think the only director who's generally managed to make future tech look grimy and real is um, what's his face, South African dude, District Blomkamp. Nine, Blomkamp. Uh, Neil Blomkamp. 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 Yeah. yeah, District Nine is the only film with sci-fi future stuff, and it looks fucking believable.
2: I would say the same thing about the original Star Wars. Yeah, but you know that's just Kit Bashing, and it kit Bashing, to an extent, also has its own kind yeah. of aesthetics. Uh, but okay, I mean, I mean what else can we say about the first Iron Man movie that everybody has a kind of mention too?
1: Uh, I mean, I forgot that Jarvis is such a uh, quippy motherfucker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, is Jarvis played by the guy who was Mr. the still Pini from Bethany. Boy? It's Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany. Bettany. There's no H. Paul Bettany, famous as. Albino from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> I and can't he was Steven
1: Maturin in, Steve in uh, Master and Commander.
2: Holy shit. Yeah, he mm. was.
1: Which, I very, very brief aside, I am so angry that that movie didn't make any money because that is the best uh, adaptation of a book series ever. Hands down. Hands down. One of the best translations from a book. And also really historically accurate. Like They even managed to thread the rope the way that I would have done in the 19th
2: century. Look at you! <laughs> yeah. no,
1: I, l- I love that movie because it perfectly encapsulates what that kind of naval warfare was.
2: I would say this though, not enough scurvy for my liking. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a
1: slow killer. What are
2: you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, not enough pickles for my liking. Yeah, okay. but okay. Could aside. Where were we again? Uh, <laughs>
0: we're gonna head to Iron Man two after talking about Iron Man one. Eventually, yes. <laughs> so
1: I mean. Like, the thing we've said all needs to be said about Iron Man the first one Uh, yeah it's a good movie holds up uh, has some issues but hey what movie is flawless yeah
2: yeah. none Uh, I can't think of any
1: (laughs) yeah even Killing the Sacred Deer which we just masturbated for about an hour in one episode there were some flaws well (laughs) yeah so let's talk about Iron Man 2 that you was that quite a tangent
2: Now
0: I'm thinking about Nicole Kidman For some reason
2: <laughs> Okay so Iron Man 2 Popped out Not out of nowhere But
0: I think after the year break uh, 2009 Then it went on Because,
2: because I mean I the, the one thing Everybody was talking about Was like How come Terrence Stamp Is not returning to this And Terrence apparently Stamp uh, You mean uh, Terrence Howard, Howard My Terrence bad Howard. Terrence Stamp is The original Zod My bad uh, There you go <laughs> Mr. Zod <laughs> Neil before Zod <laughs> oh, I missed that guy So if anything uh, Terrence Howard uh, So who's the asshole In this Because I've not done The research uh, was it Downey Jr. Or was it Terrence Howard?
1: It was Terrence Howard because Terrence Howard suddenly decided he was a serious too actor. Too big for his britches. Who he wanted, wanted more money? I think he was asking something like twelve million,
2: just to be R- Randy Rhodes. Roddy Rhodes. Rody Rhodes. So, so, Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes, the guitarist for uh, Osborne. Osbourne. Shit. And so <laughs> James Rhodes. Yeah.
1: And so they went. Okay, Octi Blackman, Don Cheadle, Offy, come on, it's your time. So shall we
2: point out the fact that it's like, oh, there's John Farrell think that all black people look the same <laughs> or does he think all Ooh, the audiences man. think that all black people look the same but it's, then again I love that line that when Jodon Cheadle arrives he's like it's me I'm here let's get it over with
1: yeah it's yeah. like yeah okay very clever there you go and also I think that is a, Dutch wing. a better
2: Rhodes he's a better actor period
1: Well, Terrence Howard is good but he's a very situational one whereas Don Cheadle is far more charismatic. Don Cheadle was in Hotel Rwanda, sir. Yeah. (laughs) No, I remember that movie. (laughs) Ouch. But the thing is he's got just that kind of he's got the presence to kind of combat against RDJ because it felt like Howard kind of disappeared a little bit when there were similar scenes between him and Danny
2: Jr. Yeah, I I believe that because the thing is for the first Iron Man it seemed so much that Rhodes was not so much his equal but more like, you can tell that he succumbed to him more often. Yeah. Especially, like, that scene where he's like, oh, how do I explain this? I'll J- just say it was a training exercise. And he just... Yeah, it's a training exercise.
1: Yeah, whereas Cheadle, you can definitely feel like he's like, I'm tired a bullshit, Tony.
2: Yeah, like, that's how a real friend would talk to you. Yeah. Like, yeah he'd be yeah. like... He'll talk he'll, you he'll, down. he'll He'll check yeah. you every once in a while.
1: Yeah, like, when they have that fight in uh, Stark's house. Like, After
0: the party, during the like, party, right? Yeah, yeah, where
1: he steals the suit to become a um, uh, war machine. War machine, yeah. Yeah, where they have that fight. It's like... I mean yeah it's cheesy and cliched but it there was some kind of actual impact because you
2: could feel like there were friends properly falling out over something stupid and the thing is like that's what real friends look like when they fight yeah I mean I don't think that Terrence Howard would have done a worse or better job because we, we'll never know
1: yeah. yeah we'll never know and to be honest it's probably good because he's just gone weird really I thought he did well with Empire and all that
0: he's still vampire yes
1: right? uh, but he is trying to prove that one plus one does not equal two
0: what Really? I think that's a story For another time right I mean, it's uh, just, it's Is he a flat earther <laughs> Read Terrence
2: Howard Rolling Stone interview And then um, We'll back get to back me. to you Yeah You know I'm, I'm kind of Not in the mood of Like discovering that Some of my favourite Black actors are slowly Losing their mind Because it's like I just found out about Tyrese Gibson losing his house Oh, oh no
1: Because Tyrese Gibson's just stupid <laughs> Like there was He helped Dr. Dre uh, Sell um, his uh, The Beats The, the Dr. Beats Dr. To, yeah. to uh, Apple and it was gonna be for ridiculous billions and it was said okay all you need to do is just not say anything until the embargo lifts so tyrese goes on instagram and says yeah we rich motherfucker we sold it so they lost half of the market value <laughs> he lost dr day billions of dollars by being a fuckwit. <laughs> so I <don't>, yeah
2: <laughs> i oh man the fate of the Fast and the Furious movies lies on doesn't lie on him no. unfortunately no, 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 now, no, he's
1: not. just crying
2: at The Rock to tell him it's about family man it's like dude <laughs> chill don't know shit like this he's getting divorced and shit right why are we talking about Tyrese Gibson I don't, I don't know he was the worst part of the Transformers movie <laughs> anyway yeah. he was in the Transformers he movie
1: he was in three of them <laughs> uh, anyway Iron Man 2 is a hot mess
2: and we have to talk about the hottest mess of all
0: Mr. Uh, Mickey Rourke as the Whiplash yeah. and also oh, he... Sam Rockwell's tiny role as Justin Sam Hammer Sam
2: Rockwell fuck me he did a really good job super underrated and like, yeah this is like you can tell he's hamming it up but no he's, he's, he's literally like you know what I need to make this scene interesting because I'm having a conversation about Mickey Rourke and all he's asking for is a fucking bird yeah which yeah. Where, does, where is this going you know what I
1: mean yeah I wonder if because I know that the first Iron Man movie was very famously mostly ad-libs because I think the script wasn't finished in time for um, uh, filming, mm-hmm. so I think forty percent of all dialogue is uh, Rift
2: which kind of makes sense. Because thing is, like, yeah. especially if the dialogue is between like maybe John Favreau and uh, Robert Downey Jr. I mean, even maybe I don't think Pepper Potts. I don't think like Gwyneth Paltrow has what it takes to ad live. I don't know. Uh,
1: well, I mean, so long as she doesn't talk about Goop, I think. Uh, I <laughs> <laughs> like, no I talk about this dress, and you know, I found this amazing rabbit Like, stop, stop, cut <laughs>
2: Scene. I mean, I kind of like the fact that I mean, yeah, she was played more like a Miss Money Penny type, where it's like you know that you know. Uh, that but Ari it was
0: a good you know compliment to Tony Stark's
2: character. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I mean, like they had to kind of play one rom- romance angle. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, other that worked, w- that worked, that worked. I mean, know? the other woman in the first Iron Man movie was that journalist who kind of like you know. Yeah,
1: it was, was more like was a was one-off thing. Which the anyway? best bitchy uh, comments? <laughs> like I do many things for Mister Stark, including occasionally taking out the trash. Will <laughs> well, yeah. that be all? It's like.
0: <laughs> that was when Pepper Pot stood out to me like, when she said that zing. line. That okay, was this is a good right side character. there. That that that's the invention of shade, right? That, yeah.
2: That's that's the first moment of shade in the history of anything yeah. That's like just
1: cutting the hamstrings from behind someone. There you go. Okay. And there's nothing similar in Iron Man two.
2: Well, I mean they did kind of flesh out the pepper pot's relationship. I guess sense. so, but
1: the thing is that I think you could tell that the, the, they had issues with writing the script. I think this was during the writer's strike that this film came out.
0: 2010, right? Possibly, yeah, that was still happening around. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, it was definitely clear that this was a very clunky movie where there's some parts which are definitely fleshed out and some which were pointless distractions. Mm. Like, the whole Monaco uh, part was I just mean,
0: spectacular. It looked yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, like like that, seeing that suitcase... suitcase or, holy shit. Yeah, that was oh, good.
2: that suitcase. I mean, like, whiplash slicing of, like, an F1 car yeah. mid- mid-drive, like that looks cool. That yeah, looks that cool, looks but cool. you
1: know, it's like the casino scene in Last Jedi. It's like it's pretty, but it's not adding to the wider plot.
2: I mean, before like a kick-off, like in like sh- opening shot, you know, it's
1: not. This was like 40 minutes into the movie. Oh, you're right. Yeah.
2: yeah. What was the opening shot again? For uh,
1: it's him going to like the World Fair, landing, and then just. Talking And then mm. he goes to That senate hearing And says I just privatised World peace mm. signed
2: but uh, So uh, this is him And the daddy This is the daddy issues episode right? It's is
1: also him No this is him Facing his own mortality Because he's being Poisoned by palladium Which is the shit
2: Inside his chest Yeah
1: <laughs> Which go. is why he Invents a new Molecule right This is where definitely starts Getting very weird I don't
0: remember that part Unfortunately He, he
1: literally <laughs> invents A, a new, new element new yeah. elements yeah. To keep him alive and also that's where but, but the thing
2: is he invented his dad invented it and he put it in the plans of the Disneyland of, of thing the, he was like gonna build like the Stark Expo thing yeah, yeah and it's like oh and it, I mean it's a cute little scene where it's like oh even after all these years you're still taking me to school It's like okay cool and then it's like but then again it's like it's a comic book movie yeah. so and they he, have to make up shit like this it has so to it be can, you know like he builds a whole fetched a bit he
1: builds a hadron collider
2: <laughs> in his fucking house he built a nuclear reactor in a cave in Afghanistan sir true <laughs> so there you go because the thing is right I love what John Favreau is able to do especially with the Iron Man mythos it's basically he makes these impossible things kind of believable yeah. I mean yeah. the best thing about Iron Man 1 was the line where Obadiah is saying, like, Tony Stark built this in a cave, in a fucking cave with books of
1: scraps I'm sorry sir but I'm not, not Tony, Tony Stark. Stark and
2: then like yes that's the important thing about Marvel movies you need to mythologize these characters mm-hmm. Unless of course they already come attached with mythology, aka Thor. Yeah. There you go. You know, but then, like, and that's the thing is like, what I feel lacking in a lot of the more recent Marvel output is the fact that when you look at all these characters, like they're so hell bent on making them so human and grounded. It's like, no, no, no. I want fucking superheroes. We want gods. Yeah, because the thing is like, why I love the and gods f- can be fallible because you know that's
1: the entire Bingo. selling point of pantheons before. Uh, you know, monotheism. Which is why,
2: like, Jesus has very few films. Exactly. <laughs> well, no, very few good films. You know, I mean, like, and they all end the same. Yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah, nailed. Like, but <laughs> 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 Anyway, so... Uh, but I will say this about, like, let I me... Mean, like, here's another thing I want to kind of bring up. The fact that, like, I mean, I'm just teetering off to uh, another side. Yeah. But, like, for me, uh, I don't know if I want to say this now or maybe it might change later, but, like, to me, the best superhero movie parentheses included superhero movie yeah hands down amongst the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe is still the first Captain America because hmm. that whole movie is about mythologi- making him a mythological figure I how also, he became part of American propaganda I also really yeah. watched that
1: quite recently and I forget just how just perfect Chris Evans is yeah. yeah it's like he really sells he's just a guy who blindly wants to do the right thing regardless of what the toilet will have I on mean, his own body. it's the best Superman
2: yeah. movie since the original like, Superman movie. There's
1: the scene in the training thing where... Like, fuck it, Tommy Lee Jones was in a Marvel movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, you could tell he's having a time of his fucking life just being a grumpy old dad.
2: Like. <laughs> Dude, he was in M.I.P.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> he, he can work.
1: Such an underrated actor. I mean,
2: like, he, you have to understand, right before this was No Country for Old
0: Men. Oh, yeah. it's kind of hard to talk. And then he's, like, to and then he's yeah. like,
2: you know what? I'm just going to have some fun. And the thing is, like, I mean... My favorite line from the first Captain America like what's your superpower I don't give up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I believe you.
1: Or uh, the bit where um he's being asked, "Do you want to kill Nazis?" I don't want to kill anybody. I just don't like bullies. That, like, yeah, that was a good that, scene. That's with a, Stanley tuki That's a go. corny line, but it just perfectly encapsulates what makes Captain America work. It's yes. not the blind jingoism or the patriotism, it's just that Exactly. I want to be a force for
2: good regardless
0: of I myself, mean, oh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, regardless yeah. of the thing, like,
2: Especially when I want to kind of review these kind of films from now on, right, is the thing is, right, you need to add that mythology yeah. because if anything, like what makes all these superhero movies work for me especially is not following the template but being able to convince me that this person can and has exceeded beyond the realm of humanity. Yeah. And that's the thing because then like, you show us like fucking DC movies, like oh, look at how flawed and how fragile Superman is. I don't care. I don't want to see that. I want him to see him rescue people. He's a shining beacon for mankind to follow. And he...
1: And you know, he's got daddy issues. And he
2: watches dad die in a typhoon. <laughs> he's like, huh? <laughs> what? It's
1: like... Know? I don't understand why Parkham was saying like, no, let me let this tornado take me. He should be like,
2: no, fuck you. Or like seeing Batfleck. M- straight up murder people it's like <laughs> although that was awesome i mean that cool. fight scene was the, amazing. The, warehouse scene, no, right? not the warehouse scene just him randomly taking a gun and shooting at people oh yeah like
1: batman doesn't use a gun he's no, a he never ninja a gun. Yeah.
2: Or, what is wrong with this? Or the
1: part where he brands
2: people yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> what he, he doesn't have a calling card he's not the joker <laughs> like that, 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 that's the thing It's like it's very easy to shit on the dc movies because it's like they just get everything wrong about the characters first and then, like, the failures of the movie, like, kind of, like, collapse into itself. Yeah. And then you have the Marvel movies, where well, it started out so well. Well, I think, I think Marvel, they know how to get characters
1: down pat. Every single character, I think, is great. They're perfectly cast, perfectly written. They function their own thing.
2: I mean, when it comes to the leads. Yeah,
1: yeah it's just that the template, they have a template, and they know that it works. But I think that's just... It's
0: more obvious as more movies failing. make. yeah.
1: It's just like this is this has been Disney's bread and butter for eighty years. True that. Why are they gonna change what they know is gonna make money?
2: Because it's like you have to understand like this is the company that gave us how many princess movies, which yeah. is basically the same. They all have yeah. exactly the same arc. arc. Yeah. yeah, and then, like if you see something like you know like these Marvel movies, it's like you can see how like a very fresh uh like somebody like an author like Edgar Wright. Yeah. Who had ideas, who comes into the project. And you can just see him get, like, have everything ripped away from him because he's just, you're off brand, you're too different. You're, tr- you're doing something that we don't understand. Yeah. And then you see somebody as creative and as powerful as, like, something like Joss Whedon, and he's collapsing under the weight of All Age of Ultron. It's like, yeah, I think. You can tell, he's like, I had to juggle so many things. I think Age of Ultron was the last time, because also it was
1: after that that I think they got rid of Ike Perlmutter.
2: I guess so yeah, yeah okay, okay, He was yep, yep. he was
1: a real um, millstone around the neck Of the Marvel property Because he kept saying You need to include this You need to include that I mean that's the whole reason We had the weird Thor side story Which didn't need to happen mm. That was all Perlmutter And also It was Perlmutter who said Oh uh, uh, Women and black people Don't sell movies
2: And then Black Panther Proved him wrong
1: but, Yep he he was fired a long time before that, so it's thanks to him re- being removed. And after that, you can tell that directors are like getting a little bit more creative freedom. Yeah,
0: because I still feel they need more.
1: They need a bit more, but look, Taika Waititi was able to make a film which definitely had his brand of humor. Yeah,
0: yeah. and Black Panther that was Ryan Coogler's that was, stamp. That all was that was like
1: Coogler it. just saying this is mine. Like he w- he was basically just being in bucket going, <laughs> my <laughs> movie my movie no man ape yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm going to call him Manate from now on. I yeah. don't care. <laughs> but, and then, of course, you have something like Doctor Strange, who is like, okay, here's the template. But maybe we just push the special effects. Well, that's also
1: because Scott Derrickson is not a super great director. <laughs> yeah, I
3: agree. That was
1: sold better, I think, more on the script because I'm a big fan of the guy who wrote the script.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so, Iron Man 3.
1: <laughs> Iron Man 3, uh, I'm going to say something. You're probably going to disagree with me. Uh, it is a fantastic Shane Black movie. I agree I like it not a great superhero movie I agree but like it just proves that Shane Black is really really good at making that movie yes Yes. it's a terrible Iron Man
0: movie <laughs> though. yeah but but I didn't mind it so much because the actual twist it, everything and also it's got story and it's all good like
1: okay I shut the fuck up every single crybaby fuckwit fan saying oh but the Mandarin was the this character that was a
0: damn good twist. no this
1: was the best twist, and this movie needed it. Yeah. Do you think so? Yes. It absolutely needed to not have. Because Guy Piss did anything. Yeah, because we had to, uh, one, sell Guy Piss, and also, yeah. like. I can't even imagine ruined trying to by s-
2: that line though when
0: Guy Pierce I so mean, like, spoilers again goes, for a movie. And he goes,
1: oh, I am a Mandarin. They didn't need that part. Yeah, yeah you should I mean, have, I
0: guess that's a comic book thing. Yeah, that, that was not inside. Unnecessary. I
2: still think it's a Disney thing. Like, no, you need to put the branding there. Like, okay, uh, he's the. M- so he, we yeah. need to sell the Mandarin action figure and it's Guy Pierce Yeah, because hmm. the thing is, Guy the, already. the
1: original Mandarin would not work in this market. And that's
2: where I disagree. Because as an Asian person, no, it's not racist know the Fu Manchu looking guy with the 10 magic rings who can summon the dragon Fin Fang Foom I want to see that he yes. could be He
0: could be a Doctor Strange villain maybe not so much an Iron Man because villain but can you
1: imagine every single fucking think piece from America
0: so?
2: get over it <laughs> but I mean at the same yeah, time yeah they're too afraid of the blogger there you go they're too afraid of the blogger but that like, I mean, that's the problem with movies now because back then you still kind of had some leeway and I do appreciate the fact that Shane Black was basically he had the ball to go and shit on things. And yeah. as much as all the... It's yeah. the same
1: reason why I like The
2: Last Jedi. Really?
1: Yeah, because it's pretty much uh, Ryan Johnson saying, I'm going to do the swerves. There is no such
2: thing as a sacred calf. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, he creates a sacred calf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. I mean, like, okay, the thing about Shane Black is like, Shane Blackisms aside, as a superhero movie, this movie is to me the dullest. Well, it's got some nice
1: set. Pieces like, like uh, the part where he has to rescue all the people who are free falling. Oh, that's oh yeah, the, the N right? Yeah, that was quite clever. Yeah. Where that's, he has to use oh, static right. to like grab everyone, mm-hmm. and
2: I also like the fact that you know he didn't try to like land them safely. Like, no, I'm just gonna slow down gravity by, like you know, using yeah, you know, basically propulsion technology. I'm you know? just gonna
1: get to the point where it'll just hurt. You won't die.
2: I'm pretty sure one of them drowned. (laughs) I like the ending to that scene where he just gets knocked down by a truck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, I like the... the, As that scene is happening and everybody's in the water and then they're all like... Oh, now they're like, Oh, thank you. And they're waving at him. He's like, You do know you have to swim back to shore now. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, someone will rescue them. Yeah, there's a coastal guard somewhere around there. Although,
1: the main problem is that uh, the big ending of this movie, which is that he's, you know, rejecting the whole Iron Man thing. He (laughs) quits. (laughs) And then AJ Ultron happens
2: so, could so be he unquits yeah. yeah unquits just
1: undermines the entire thing like
2: I'm gonna destroy all of my suits and then build more ones in my house in New York no it's like I'm gonna destroy all these suits I'm gonna keep some I'm gonna make one super suit that has my personality and it's like that's the flaw like cause you have a terrible personality you're very self-destructive so imagine giving it something without emotion and then you have like was it James Spader oh yeah, yeah. James Spader yeah. that's great. there you go yeah. like okay him is like oh why and like he's made of vibranium or something? I can't remember. Is it vibranium? Vibranium. So yeah. it's like okay, no, cool.
1: No, the <laughs> original robot is not made of vibranium. Its vision is made of vibranium.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like For p- her pleasure. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: The whole plot point of trying to steal the vision body was because they wanted to, you know, not. And they coming also. Where did they get the Mind stone from? Was that was that in the staff?
0: Maybe I, I think this think is the so. conversation
2: we should have for the second part because thing is we yeah. need to kind of focus back on the Iron Man movies. Yeah, yeah. But what a tangent! But yeah, there you go. Yeah. So Vision is made of vibranium. Uh huh. Tony Stark is made of iron. No, it's <laughs> a titanium gold alloy. So he should be a titanium gold alloy man.
0: Well, there's <laughs> a lot
2: of like they explained
1: that in the first Iron Man movie where mm-hmm. the papers call him Iron Man. He says it's a catchy name, although it's not strictly true because mm-hmm. there's a gold attending Malloy. Blah, blah blah blah. And then Pot says, "Shh shh 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 shh." Iron Man.
2: It's it's good branding. Good yeah. marketing. Good marketing.
1: Also, mm-hmm. uh, remember the f- the end of the original Iron Man ends with "I am Iron Man," mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, some good old Black Sabbath to finish it off. There
2: yeah. you go. Which is strange because then from from then on, all the marketing was ACDC songs.
0: For the second one, for the second one. It was all an ACDC I soundtrack. mean, even the first movie had, like, well, Back and black in Black in the start starting
2: Black. And, yeah. black. and yeah. it's a fade to black. Oh, on the nose there, John Favreau.
1: Yeah, and I think they used Highway to Hell for the second movie. Uh,
2: at the, the, the end movie. of the second film. There not you go. So wait, we need to ask the important question. Yeah? Where are you on the ACDC fan base? Are you Bond Scott or are you Brian Johnson?
1: Uh, I, don't, I have not listened to them long enough to really make a hard stance.
2: Okay. I'm both. Okay. I, don't, I don't mind. I like both of them like the equally is, like, well.
1: They're not super technical like they
2: not they they're a lot of fun. Have you heard Brian Johnson sing Thunderstruck at Donington? Sir. That is breathtaking what he does.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then have but, you heard,
2: you know, in, in essence Bon Scott's version of uh like, you know, for those about to rock? You know, like holy shit like yeah, they they have their own strengths. Anyway, Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that even I, well, Iron Man
1: 2 is, I think, at the Black Sheep, but both Iron Man and Iron Man 3 have their strengths and their weaknesses. I mean, the best yeah.
2: one is which one do you? The
1: f- uh, I, I would have to say the first one is the best. It's just Iron by Man
0: default, move, right? Yeah. Just by yeah. default. It started. Everything.
1: Because I generally, generally enjoy Iron Man 3, and it's definitely up there my ranking of uh, all 20 Marvel movies. But technically, movies. if you
2: think about it, every single Marvel movie is an Iron Man sequel, because it's in continuity. Just different characters <laughs> well, and different movies. I mean, for me, if you would ask, like, my favourite Iron Man movie is Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: that's the best version of Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, well, He's all kind of grown up, I guess. You know, know Snarky he, to a little child. He's yeah.
1: trying to be what he thinks a father is, but not quite
2: working out properly. Yeah, there you go. And also at the same time yeah, yeah, it's like daddy issues All the while eh? yeah, and, and more more screen time I for mean, that's John how Fremble. you can Basically split both franchises Because Marvel is all about Daddy issues Whereas DC is all about Martha issues Mummy issues There you go yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the mummy God's trying to be mad <laughs> Yeah
0: Kind of lost the plot there So, like, Think speaking of Lost
2: the plot What's the deal with the kid In Iron Man 3? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of things that Kind of like Okay, let's do the nitpicking From now on Because you know what We've been really nice, we've been giving some shine to Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. Let's go into the nitty gritty here.
0: Honestly, the kid is supposed to be there to give a given perspective, I guess. I f-
2: From a child. Yeah. A child is explaining to Tony Stark, multi billionaire technical genius, what PTSD is.
1: That's called the Spielberg uh, School of Filming? Hey, yeah. not really, no. Spielberg uh, really just hammered home That kids are better at uh, adults And a lot of of things
2: Actually I wouldn't say that Because I think he kind of hammered home That kids at least had an innocent perspective As Mm -hmm. opposed to the man Who was like a more jaded perspective Yeah I don't think it was more It's my perspective is better It's more that Why can't you see the world simply? Yeah, you know, because the thing is, uh, amidst all the confusion and all the emotional distraught that all these, uh, like, uh, like a normal adult would feel, because like once in a while, when if you have like a child's perspective, and then they just like, hey, why don't you just cheer up? It's like, oh, there you go. Who directed the Goonies? Not Steven Spielberg, I think. He was. Produ- was yeah. He was a producer. But was he was movie? producing yeah. I think it was Robert Zemeckis,
0: right? I can't remember. Zemeckis could be the Goonies. I'm sorry, director.
2: Last King fans. Here's my nerd card. I can't yeah. remember who directed the Goonies.
1: Yeah, sorry, I can't. But well, the thing is, I don't know who directed most '80s m- movies.
2: Well if anything uh, but mm. well let's say this like, for Iron Man 3 to me I love the fact that Shane Black full Shane Blackisms yeah but wasted on an Iron Man movie
1: yeah also I could tell he wasn't a good fit because when they brought him on to at a Comic Con yeah. for a panel he was so awkward like he very clearly had never done the, uh, the, the Comic Con panels before, the, the right? panel before I mean like
2: to me Shane Black and maybe to an extent like another director like Doug Lyman yeah. It's like these these guys are Aspergers as fuck. Because the thing is, like, when you interview or you talk to these people and you try to even like get them to discuss their process or the way, like, how how, how do you work cre- creativity, and then they'll be like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, uh yeah, <laughs> like, oh, okay,
0: oh, you're you're one of those really awkward guys. The thing is, you kind of need like prep before you actually start talking. I
2: won't even say prep. I'll be like, no, don't interview them. Just yeah, cause let them do what they do.
0: Because yeah, Shane Black, he
1: knows guns and quips and just fun action scenes
2: I mean he's the best part of Predator 1 yeah <laughs> have, have you seen it yet
0: no we have to figure this out somehow. I, w-
1: I will watch Predator I will watch Predator
2: I he mean, has the best running Predator joke ever Predator
0: 2 Predators yeah uh, just the first Predator
2: okay. well, Predator 2 is amazing too okay well, Danny Glover's good. Predator is actually very underrated okay I'll it was good. It. I'll it was good for it, was. it was pretty good because like hey he was too old for that shit <laughs> now he's up against a predator yeah.
1: did Shane Black have anything to do with the Lethal Weapon series? yes he was the
0: that's guy who started it that's so why I love it so much yeah.
2: <laughs> he wrote that shit yeah, yeah. okay
1: back and when Mel Gibson wasn't a hard like
2: really? he's been a hard like only since his incident
1: which was 2000. There you go. The Last Weapon was you 96
0: uh, I actually
2: don't dislike him for that. I dislike him more for giving us Hexor Ridge. <laughs> that movie was terrible, sir. God damn. Speaking of Oscar Batery. Yeah. yeah. But if anything... Okay, so... Why are we distracting so much? Speaking of war, Iron Man 3... So the, the focus is less about the problems in the Middle East and more about the problems with, the shit that with drone technology. Yeah.
1: You can tell... Again, these movies for some reason the Iron Man movies are very good at dating themselves yeah mm.
2: because the thing is they're trying their best to be this like, was like of the era yeah
1: this was a time when Obama was getting into trouble for using drones a lot in the Middle East to like bomb which
2: is strange because then what do you think is the stance for the Iron Man 3 filmmakers Is it are they pro drone or are they against drone
1: it's Shane Black I think he just wanted to have a fun action movie and then I would say he's against he drone it.
2: because yeah. he has all these drones controlled by somebody who is obviously like and then they all blow up at the end yeah there he you go. literally
1: destroys his drone technology yeah
2: and I also like the fact that you know that's the huge metaphor because you have all these fake Ironmans going out against the real Iron mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like oh, oh how can this one person beat an army of robots and it's like oh I have this laser thing oh yeah and then it's like I love like fucking like War Machine's line like why don't you start with that <laughs> Yeah, it would have okay. saved us all this time oh and also
1: uh, the bit where he has that super
2: special bullet which he fires <laughs> <Bing. laughs> hammer tech Yep <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's very hard To talk about Iron Man 3 Without getting distracted By other things huh? It's
1: because they made it Kind of political Somehow I mean, all of them Are political Somehow yeah. they extent. always get
2: The first that, one is yeah. very political Yeah Because of its stance With the Middle Eastern crisis Yeah,
1: Iron Man 2 is a bit less But then Iron Man 3 They go right back into it But like I think the
0: Privatisation of military
2: stuff Iron right? Man Was 2 that is very m- yeah. Much Political, like politics within America where it's like definitely Republican values versus Democrat values especially with Rhodes versus Tony Stark
1: and also because I think 2010 that's when the Republicans right. yeah the Republicans swept both houses I mean like so it was a Democratic president a Republican uh,
2: Senate I mean speaking of dating these movies like it's very quaint for me to see movies where they interject all these clips from actual cable news programs. Yeah. And then it's like, you see like Iron Man, like, all, all of a sudden like Fox News pops up and then Tony Stark is like, what? Yeah, also <laughs> is that Glenn but- Beck? <laughs> What's he doing here? Yeah, also I like that they didn't try to have an Obama
1: um, uh, homunculus. I mean, they had freaking
2: no, they had Ellis the president for the second one. Yeah, who they rescued in an Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, so it's kind of canon to our reality, but
1: kind of not. I, there was some kind of divergence. I think maybe Obama didn't win his second election, and that's when uh, like our universes diverge.
2: I mean, I would say this right. The point of impact is in the first Iron Man when it's discovered that in an alternate universe, Stan Lee is Hugh Hefner.
1: <laughs> no, he's just <laughs> he just they think he's Hugh Hefner. Really? Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure he's playing Hugh Hefner. I, I, And then no, he no, plays no, no, Larry yeah. King in the second one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, oh, here's Larry King, and it's like Stanley. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. And it's like, I mean, I love the fact that like since the first Marvel, the first Iron Man, Stanley has to pop up in these fucking things. Huh? Yeah. Even he, he is
0: probably the Watcher in that universe because of Deacon I mean, they made
2: things. that really kind of not say clear, but they hinted at it in the Guardians too. <laughs> oh yeah, when he's just like talking to <laughs> to these other Watchers. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. like, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> He has the Watcher hairstyle. I mean, it's also kind of known that the Watcher hairstyle is kind of based off 70s Stanley hairstyle. Ah. Yeah. And so, if anything, I mean, it's like, hey, Stanley, thank you That's for creating a- something. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, it's so. Here's the thing you watch the first Iron Man and you see Stanley, and it's like, oh, he still has all his faculties. Yeah. And then now you just see him being. He's like this shell of a man. All, they dust he's him off and wheel him up. He's He's falling apart. Is he going to make it to the end of. Like Age of like of, of Infinity War.
1: Honestly, I would not be surprised if he passes away at sometime in you know, this year or next year.
2: But really, and then we see J. S. Stanley from now on. <laughs> Well, we, <laughs> wow. we did it to... Uh, we're going to do it. Carrie Fisher. He's yeah. coming back
1: we and he's it. younger now. We
2: did to Carrie Fisher. We did it to Grand Moff Tarkin. Dude, we did it to Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man 3. We did it to Kurt Russell in freaking Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We're, yeah. young, we're younging we, up all yeah, these 80s We characters. have the technology. We have the technology. We don't need actors. Actually, I
1: think the best D age was in uh, Civil War. You think? Yeah, because it was Tony Stark as 20-year-old for maybe five minutes. And then we move on.
0: Oh, that was the starting scene, right? When they were showing yeah. off that. You stuff know, I think it's University still the scene. worst DH. What? I think it
2: would be uh, X Men Three when they younged up uh, Ian McKellen and Patrick oh Stewart. Oh God! They look so weird. In that. I, just, no, I, don't, I don't remember in, that. It's even wasn't the in start, ori- right? Yeah, the when start. they were gonna see young Jean Grey uh, and the two of them were still friends, and he's like. Oh. Also,
1: that's canon breaking okay. because he was in a wheelchair in the sixties, according to First Class.
0: Alternate universe, sir. It's a thif- It's Earth 5. Uh, whatever. Oh, exactly. Uh, first Class basically made sure that X3 did not
2: exist. I mean, to me, First Class and the first Star Trek movie are the best retcons. Because yeah. it's basically like, this is how we like, Okay, fans, whatever you love and is precious about exists in another thing. We're going to do our thing now. If yeah. only the Star Wars movies could
0: do that. huh?
1: <laughs> well, they, they tried their very best. But, you know, there's the big
0: looming Disney body saying, What? We're, we, we want money from fans. We can't change this shit. We need a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> there you
2: go. And we need cute things to sell to children. <laughs> what, what's a porg? <laughs> Delicious. That's what it is. There you go. Okay, let's look up a word. That, that's a cute creature. Deep pride. Speaking of cute creatures, the mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben Sh- Kingsley. That it's, was. Feels fun. That was, was fun.
1: great because hmm. he was. All right, ben Kingsley is a fantastic actor and yes, he does a great yes. villain. So him being this big intimidating guy saying, this is your first lesson. But America. why
2: that accent? That's what I don't understand. I, 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 guess, guess I don't know.
1: I guess because he doesn't want to do the standard uh, Gandhi thing again. But he hasn't done that since Gandhi. I don't and know, And the love guru. <laughs> I, I guess he didn't want to do his English accent either because he's sick and tired of being like the English villain. You know he should have done? What? The sexy beast
2: accent.
0: Oh, sexy beast. Have yes. you seen that movie? No. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Ben Kingsley plays this english thug chav who is terrifying as fuck. god yes oh you have to watch that movie i mean like you want to see ben kingsley scary it's this movie this movie yeah watch sexy boys and girls if you want to watch a good movie watch sexy beast (laughs) all right then (laughs) wait so, if anything, I mean, should we wrap up all this? Yeah, let's let's wrap this up in a nice, neat little bow. Because I think, like, you know, it's going to take a, a nice while. Iron Bow. Iron yeah. Bow. Iron Bow. That's, like, the name of his little dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anything, no, it should be called Roll. We should call this Yeah, Roll. Roll. Yeah, let's go with Roll. There you go. Yeah. Because yeah. he's a Mega Man construct
1: Let's wrap up in saying Iron Man. I mean, there was a start off, and honestly, is going to be a main part of this part of Marvel until they do the full recon, which is probably going to happen. After, After Infinity, Infinity Part Two. War No, it definitely
2: has to be during Infinity War because that's the whole point of Thanos attaining the glove. He can rewrite history so he wipes out half the universe with the snap of a finger. So I'm I'm hoping they do that. Yeah. I want to see that scene where he snaps the finger, half the universe. And also, that's how
0: the actors got out of their contracts. His,
1: <laughs> his motivation is actually probably the most best one because he's like, I want to destroy the entire universe because that's so self-defeating. He's like, no, I want half of it destroyed to appease my mistress? girlfriend Death yeah, yeah. Death. Yeah. sort of trying to be his girlfriend do you think yeah. they're gonna try and make Death appear they have to they
0: might they might we'll see I'll I, I, I want to be surprised
2: uh, whatever they do do you know who Death is gonna be fucking Hela the goddess of death because that makes so much sense because you don't need need no to recast <gasps> oh that oh, would be that nice that would be awesome because they didn't kill her off actually at the end they of just Ragnarok had, uh, she fucks off for a while well and just have
1: that big sword plunge into
2: her and it's nice to have another Asgardian kind of like you know like a, a yeah, that would be a good tire. Asgardian. I would like, what I mean, happened. I'm gonna call it like, and if you don't use this, wasted, wasted it because it's like, hey, listen to The Last King, we know what's going on. Speaking of,
1: I feel like Asgardians are gonna be an endangered species by they are, Infinity they don't War. have a planet apparently. Well, also, yeah. there seems to be a hint in the last Infinity War trailer that the entire ship just gets destroyed, well, so there's like four Asgardians left. Which is kind of sad Thor, because
2: Thor,
0: Loki. Loki's not Asgardian. Oh, he's well, yeah, a nice he's giant. Nice he's yeah. So we got
2: Hamdale and we got like, even the the bad, the one who's played by Carl Urban. What's his name again? The Destroyer, the. Uh, Revolver. that's the he executioner. Executioner. Yeah, he got killed off. It yeah. well like, uh, out of all the Asgardian gods, the ones who like stand, abo- like next shoulder shoulder with like guys like Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of them left, huh?
1: Yeah, like uh, even Lady Sif fucked off somewhere.
2: Yeah, there you go. I mean, who else do
0: we have? Oh, we have uh, Tessa Thompson. Valkyrie, there you go, right? Valkyrie. But oh yeah, Valkyrie. But yeah.
2: Valkyrie is not really a god. She's more like one of the... Like, uh, I look more like a foot soldier. You know, she's like. Uh, but still, part
0: As. Much she's, she's more Argerian like, like not an, an elite guard, guard, right? She's like
2: demigod, not god, god. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't think she has powers per se compared to somebody like Thor, who's like, what are you, the god of hammers? No, lightning. Oh yeah, fuck, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which a power which I don't use for other movies. Which
1: makes me wish they had other like proper Norse gods. Like there's like the God of the Sea, who is pretty badass. Mm-hmm which is that I don't know his name I was about to
2: say Poseidon but that's Greek
1: yeah but he's got the power of sea and trees like he can make he could be like uh, the fucking Ents from uh, Lord of the Rings who just have trees just come over and stomp people
2: and then install a nice swimming pool at the same time (laughs) yeah (laughs) what? sure (laughs) alright trees attack I need to lounge by the jacuzzi which I built myself (laughs) I'm Uh, the god of seas and trees so and cheese
1: (laughs) I think the god of cheese last part about this Iron Man talk is Who is going to replace the Iron Man? Are we going to have a Riri Williams-esque kind of Ironheart? It could be
0: Peter Parker taking over the business for, you know? So be
1: the Iron Spider?
0: Or it could be... Or just Peter Parker Industries. Who knows? Or it could be Gwyneth Paltrow
2: reprising the role
0: F. What's what's her name? Medic Uh, or something. (laughs) uh, Recon, if I recall. I can't
2: remember. It's like some really goofy name for the girl Iron Man suit. Yeah,
0: yeah, Recon, Recon. Recon, Yeah, because
1: people think that maybe Shuri's going to be Ironheart.
2: I don't okay, care, okay. actually.
1: Because <laughs> no, the thing is, trying. I want to see more literature, right?
2: I mean, it's, it's nice to know that. Okay, I mean, the thing is, the
0: reason why we're doing all these recap is because we just
2: want to kind of quantify and also at the same time try and see where this. Franchise is going because yeah. we want
0: to talk more about the roots, how this all and also the fact that we might be talking about this for the rest of our lives. Apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: this, this is, is this is
0: not people d- like this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. long as
1: we have a podcast, we're gonna be talking about we have also. to, yeah. apparently,
2: for the SEO <laughs> and for the fans. Okay, don't think of it, don't think we're not shilling for anybody. Yeah. No, are. of course, we're talking no. about no, stuff because uh, we like check this check stuff check genuinely. Check check right? Check hey, where's yeah. this check from Robert Downey Jr. come from? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all this free booze. Oh, him. <laughs> himself <Holy> crap. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, he's there he is. Okay. Hey, Robert. You want to say yeah, something? It, no. No. Okay. Right. Over there. Okay. So, if anything, so <laughs> uh, well, where did I want to go with this? So, if it any more is happening. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, maybe let's check, call it for next week. Next week we are going to definitely do the, the Thor movies. Oh, no, we yeah. have to do the Captain America. We'll do it Captain let's America do it consecutively, next week Yeah. yeah. And then probably after that we're going to do another episode where we talk about all the kind of one-offs which is basically the Hulk movie the Ant-Man movie the ones that don't really Yeah, it's Hulk uh, sequo- Strange Ant-Man Spider-Man Spider-Man And Black Panther Black, Black probably Panther probably will skip because we've talked about it in Yeah, there. we did a review And also uh, Spider-Man possibly too
1: And also Guardians Guardians We also did a review of Guardians too so We, we need talked to
0: this about the second one so yeah, we'll yeah. probably focus on the first
2: I would say this like maybe I mean it's nice to know that are going to be resolved pretty soon because mm-hmm. after yeah. all this time if marvel doesn't wipe out half the universe because the thing is as much as it's going to blow away the the non-fans i mean like those who are not the comic hits yeah you know like they'll be like what all these actors die like yeah they want to get out their contracts but also at the same time like they've also kind of hinted at it since the maybe age of ultra like hey we got the b team ready mm-hmm. yeah and well, we got rid of quicksilver because mixture. apparently if you're really fast you win everybody <laughs> you know and then well, like, because he is just like the the plot resolution for every other fight yeah and there you go he, just yeah, he could just
1: run up and steal the gauntlet well actually no because he has the power of time then he can stop well, whatever
0: let's not be yeah again that's a, another discussion fight. for another day yeah <laughs>
2: and then, if anything Avengers is coming out in three weeks time Jesus Christ think about it
1: uh, we need to probably book our tickets now if we want to see it
2: now are you going to watch it day one? Uh, day one or day two Okay. I probably might wa- probably I day I'll, three for I'll me I'll probably watch it on IMAX I want to avoid the crowds But then again Then comes that weird kind of uh, you, That media blackout Where you can't pay attention to anything Because spoilers yeah. Here's a pro pop out tip nowhere. They
0: could have uh, some night screenings On Wednesday And usually they might be empty I said might Because again Who knows I
1: might have a day of leave I could take Yeah. No Maybe
0: way. check Pile bar or something They should have a Wednesday screening No I want to see it on IMAX So there you go Oh yeah definitely So Uh
2: well, any final thoughts about the Iron Man trilogy?
1: Uh, they're great. They're not my favorite branch of the Super- Marvel superheroes, but you know, it was a great way to start, and he's been a consistent, solid throughout this universe.
2: Yeah, That's I mean, it. I mean, he's kind of relegating himself more to yeah, the background. Yeah, and
1: it's also it's cool to see the development because we went from the Mark One, which was pretty much just a big iron sheet with flamethrowers to which whatever the original iron man yeah, compared to the mark 70 now probably where he has that like single like uni cannon thing on his yeah. feet <laughs> that's what
2: i remember about maybe like iron man 3 is like which one is this Seven, forty <laughs> 42 oh it's been that
0: many <laughs> yeah too many armors
1: because like the mark 7 was the big plot point in the avengers movie
0: it's the one that can go into space right or something yeah like. mark something wait you said 40 right
1: the mark that's part 3 40, yeah. it's 42 which is where it's drone operated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so by age ultron I think it's mark 55 or something
2: you know what the thing is like the obvious conclusion is like he has to Steve Jobs it and like the next Iron Man suit comes off not from a briefcase but from like an iPad yeah <laughs> like a small tablet With in his pocket and it just edges. unfolds infin- like in some sort of ridiculous way and it's like Oh yeah, that technology is well, possible. Well, it'll probably,
1: probably steal that nanotechnology from uh, Wakanda and that'll be his next More time.
2: There you go. I mean like, oh man, I need to bring up. For a place like Wakanda who's never been colonized and it's secret, why do they speak English?
1: Because it would be a pain in <laughs> <of> the <laughs> ass to make him uh, speak Gossi the entire time.
0: Because comics everybody.
1: Gossi is, uh, you know... The right. clicky language? Yeah. yeah.
2: USB!
0: Like,
3: what's that? <laughs>
2: And what all, are those? All the, all, all the, <laughs> all the exclamation oh, was... marks. <laughs> okay, so like yeah, we're gonna save Black Panther an episode. So let's wrap this up. So Iron Man one, two, and three. Uh, the first segment, the first part of the road. To road, <laughs> road to, to Avengers. War. So there you go. Okay, you no, know, it's all the love for the glove. So um, <laughs> right, let's <laughs> sign off Christ. with this. <laughs> the love glove. <laughs> of course, the love glove. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so
2: this has been uh, eccentric
0: Tom. This has been the Satafi This is Doctor Traffic Mark Three. Or Mark Wade. Mark (laughs) Wade, Mark (laughs) Wade. Signing out.